0: Do you ever feel guilty or overwhelmed about asking your older kids to help out with the toddlers because you just don't want to burden them? Or mama, are you worried that your older kids might feel resentful or be unhappy if you ask them to help out a little bit more with your little ones? In fact, how about have you even tried everything to get your older kids to pitch in, but at the end of the day, nothing seems to work? Hey, I totally get it. I'm here in my third year of being a mom, but I've been a bonus mom for four and a half years. So I'm raising a teen, a toddler, and soon to be a newborn all in one household. And I know as a mom, we know how overwhelming it can be to juggle the needs of all of our children, multiple children and multiple age groups, especially when you have a little one who requires a ton of attention and care. That's why I'm so excited to dive into today's episode all about getting our older kids to help with the toddlers in the house. Today, my special guest, Jeannie Baldoramo, and I will be sharing practical tips for getting your older kids excited about helping with the little ones, figuring out age-appropriate tasks for both of them to do together, and creating a supportive and positive family dynamic. So go for it, Mama. Grab your favorite cup of coffee or green smoothie, sit back, and let's chat about how to encourage your older kids to be amazing helpers for their little siblings. Let's dive in. Hey mama, welcome to the Energize Mama podcast. Do you want a better work-life balance and more time and energy? Do you find yourself thinking, how can I add more hours into the day? Or are you Googling how to deal with mom guilt and can my marriage survive toddlers? Do you wake up with big goals only to feel overwhelmed and defeated when you have no one to help you and your littles aren't listening to you again? Hey I'm Cheyenne. I too was an exhausted mom away from the help of my family. I too felt constantly drained with a strong-willed toddler and wished I could find balance between being a wife, a mom, stepmom, and entrepreneur. I wanted more energy to give myself and my husband, to discipline my kids confidently and incorporate faith into our home. All the things, right? but I kept telling myself that I couldn't do it feeling this exhausted and without a community supporting around me until I found a healthy balance and endless energy in raising Jesus-loving littles. In this podcast, you will find that too. You will find time and energy boosting tips and tricks, guidance for disciplining your littles, and what to do when you have no help so that you will find balance between all your roles. Stop feeling drained and learn to trust your own mom tuition. Time to grab those headphones, pour that green smoothie and get ready to get your daily energy boost. I've got you mama. Before we dive in today, I wanted to read you guys a really quick recent review that came in that uh, just gave me all the feels. The title goes realistic, helpful, and engaging above five stars, I must say. So this person wrote, Shy is so relatable and friendly and delivers her tips and stories in an engaging and entertaining way. If you reach out to her, she always responds, which is so lovely. This was from Dindy Marie from the USA and Dindy Marie, girl. Thank you so much for taking time for writing this review and for participating with me. She is so right. If you ever reach out to me after an episode, I do. I do reach out to you because I see you. You're not just a number to me. You have a story, and I believe every story, every mom deserves to be heard. So, again, thank you so much, Dindy, but also thank you to you, Mama, who's listening right now to the sound of my voice. Thank you for showing up here at the Energized Mama podcast. I am so excited to keep serving you keep loving on you. And let's go ahead and dive into today's episode. Well, hello to my lovely mama. That's right. No, not Marianne Lent. That's my mama, of course. But I'm talking to you, mama, the mama that's listening right now today. I am so happy and so honored, honestly, that you clicked on this episode and you decided to pour into yourself today. That is, I think the most important thing you can do in your motherhood, in your life is by taking a moment to fuel yourself. And for whatever reason, this episode title intrigues you. So If you've listened to my episode before, you may know that I speak a lot to moms of toddlers, moms of littles, mamas who are just knee deep sometimes, and just to be quite frank, puke, poop, arguments, (laughs) all of it, right? When you're little, but you know what? Eventually those toddlers are going to grow, right? Eventually they're going to need you a little less and they're going to become school age and eventually tweens and teens. And so as a mom, it's always I think one of our biggest challenges is not to get too many steps ahead, right? If you're anything like me, I'm always thinking ahead. I'm always trying to plan the next step. I'm always the big picture kind of woman. But in some areas, I think that that part of being a woman is a blessing. That's a part of who God made us to be, right? That's why we are truly the helpmate called to be the helpmate to our husbands. And so in this same regard in the same thought, today's episode may be helping you think a little bit ahead. Or perhaps you're a mom that's listening that has yes, a toddler in the house, but they're your last baby, or maybe your middle baby, and you have children, they're a little bit older. So where I'm going with this mama is that In a lot of families across the world, we have multiple ages of children, and it can feel very overwhelming and complicating to, one, how to foster and build a healthy relationship between these siblings, but also how can you encourage your older children to take on some responsibility and to help care for their younger siblings, right? There is a little bit of stickiness here and there in gray areas. And I knew that even though I am helping raise a teenage stepdaughter and I have a toddler and One very soon on the way as the recording of this episode, I'm about four weeks away from my due date. Um, I thought I would bring on someone who has an expertise in this already. Her name is Jeannie Baldomero. Sorry, you can totally help me out later there, girl. (laughs) But Baldomero, and she is a fellow mama. She has uh, a a house full of kiddos. And she is also a podcast host of Raising Her Confidently, where she specializes and helps moms of tween and teen girls Parent confidently without risking their relationships with their daughters. So I thought, what a better person to bring on today to bring some peace, bring some ease into this awkward and sticky situation, and help us mamas learn how to navigate this relationship with our kiddos well. So without further ado, Mrs. Jeannie Baldomero, I hope I got it better the second
1: (laughs) time. Welcome to the Energized Mama Podcast. Thank you for having me. And I think you say my last name better than I do, actually. <laughs> I love how you roll the R's. <laughs> um, oh my gosh. Thank you. And as you were talking about uh raising young, young littles in the midst of wiping poop, cleaning up puke, I was like, oh, those flashbacks. I am so I mean, I'm happy I'm past the stage, but at the same time I miss it. So. Thank you for reminding me.
0: <laughs> oh, it is my pleasure. And I'm happy that's the only sense that uh, I'm able to intrigue is more of memories. I'm happy that you don't have to smell it or see it along with me at this point. Uh, but I love that with something that's been so um, important to me and spoken into my life as now I've been a mom for three years uh, stepmom for four and a half years. You know, so many moms have told me that it's so important to find mom mentors in your life—women who have gone before you that are a few steps ahead of you in this journey. And that's exactly what I see in you—is that you're a few steps ahead of myself and maybe the other mamas listening. So I know that you have such wisdom. And I wanted to give you a moment besides what I just did is giving a little blurb of what you do, right? How you help families. I would love it if you would share with my audience today, if you would share just a little bit about you, your family and what you're passionate about.
1: Oh, thank you. Thanks for this time. You know, mom, first I want to say, Hey, you are in the weeds of raising littles and know that you're not alone. It's amazing that Cheyenne has this podcast to help support you and know that Jesus loves you and your littles and wants to be a part of that. He is in the weeds with you um, and know that, you know, you will get through this. You know, it's, it's a little better on the other side, but enjoy the moment, enjoy the each season that you have. And that is something I'm learning as a mama of young adults and teens. Um, Like I mentioned, I've been married To my husband, we've known each other since we were 19, but we've been married for 23 years coming up in June. And congratulations. Thank you, thank you. And I do have two children, two young adults and a a teenager, older teenager, um, who is my only daughter. I have, um, like you were saying, I I host a podcast uh, called Raising Her Confidently. And this came about from my own experience as a 13 year old. I'm basically talking to my mom. My mom back in the '80s raising a strong-willed, rebellious young girl, and helping parents, moms guide them through this season. And today, I I just really want to talk to moms about if you are raising a young teen girl and raising littles at the same time, it can be a little bit uh, overwhelming. And you almost feel like you can cut yourself in half because you have to be two different people. Um, It is possible to do that. And uh, I'm so happy that today we're going to be interviewing and just talking about ways we can really mesh your family so that it doesn't feel like two different roles, but it really is something that you do as a community.
0: Amen. Oh, I love that. I love that. Cause you know, it's so often, I feel like we hear the phrase, like it takes a village to raise children. And sometimes I think we forget about the village that God gave us within our own home. You know, it's easy for us to look externally and to think sometimes that it has to be just other moms, but I have gained such insight as to how like, even my, my older man next door neighbor can help me in certain ways or my exactly. Like you're going to share with us, like my teen daughter, my bonus teen daughter, how she can help out around the house. Now, Jeannie, you shared that you have three children. Your daughter is currently a teenager, but you said that you have, is it two boys that you have that are now young adults?
1: Yes. Two older boys that are young adults, 21 and soon to be 20. And then my Mm -hmm. 16 year old daughter.
0: Okay, so that puts it that puts it in perspective. So mamas, if you're listening, her children may be quite grown at this point, and two of them may be out on her own. But at one point, you did have a toddler and you had older boys in the house. So you had, you know, um, children that it sounds like they were about six and eight years older or so than your daughter.
1: Yes, I think my, my oldest one is about five years older than my youngest. Yes. Okay. Okay. Yes, and we were a homeschooling family for about 6 years. So, uh what I have to talk about today comes from a lot of that experience of literally being together all the time and being our village because through our homeschool experience, you know, we've I've learned as a mom how to utilize a lot of help within the family, you know, and and that mom sometimes we think that we have to do it all, that we have to be that go-to person. Uh, and we don't, we really don't. And so today I want to help you shift and give yourself permission to kind mm. of really responsibility of having to do it all. Right. Cause yeah. in reality, we, we really can't because then, you know, our tank gets empty super fast. Yes. We, we reach exhaustion and we know that we don't want a parent out of exhaustion because it doesn't turn out well, right?
0: No, nothing good comes out of exhaustion. That's for sure. (laughs) (laughs) And so, you know, Jeannie, I'm wondering if we can just like, boom, like, let's just land the plane. Let's start right there. You know, talking about, you were homeschooling. So yes, you had your children home, maybe more than some moms, or I have a lot of homeschool moms that listen to this podcast. So knowing that um, you had a little bit of an age gap, and that you had older children, what is something that you can immediately right away encourage a mom um, to do? How can she encourage her older kids to take on more responsibility and specifically in caring for their younger siblings?
1: So it does seem like it's a tough job, right? When you think about a typical teen, a typical teen it's very hard to motivate them to get them moving a little bit faster or even <laughs> see uh you know, see the value of what it means to help out other people. You know, let's just be real. At this stage of teenage, teenagers are are really about what's in it for me. That's the question they ask. What's in it for me? What do I get out of this? And on the outside, thinking about having to be responsible for a sibling has nothing to do with them, <laughs> but I want to sh- I want to give you this advice. Teens crave belonging. They really do. And they may not mm-hmm. show that on externally, but they do. They, be- they crave belonging. They want to know that they are heard. They want to know that they matter and they want to know that they're valued. So Mm. most parents forget about that aspect just because of their exterior toughness or their um, nonchalant of like, I don't care, (laughs) you know, and sometimes they say, I don't care, but they really do desire belonging. And those are the things that are already in your favor, mom, is that you don't really need to encourage them to be responsible because they do have desire to want to belong. Now it's a matter of how do we tweak that desire in favor of being responsible for your siblings, right? And one of the things that I do teach moms is, have you started including your teen in some of the decisions that are made within your family? Wow. Because they're now in a, in a stage of wanting to be independent, right? Mm-hmm. In, in our home from the beginning, and I adopted this from some dear friends we've adopted the team mentality, a team. Well, he plays sports. So he automatically, you know, (laughs) adopted this mentality. And so we adopted it for our own, because we like the idea of team, when it's a team, you surround, you know, one another, right, you guys are working towards a common goal. And in the role of being a mom to a teen or a parent to a teen, your role switches. This is something that I teach is that you're no longer this queen of everything where I tell you what to do. You're switching into this role of coach, right? So Mm -hmm. it's appropriate. You're starting to guide your player, which is your teen, into working together as a team, right? Wow. You're guiding them. And so what we do is we in our family have established some core values. And I know most of moms listening now, you probably have a few core values you can lift off, list off the top of your head. Faith, family, you know, relationships, work, whatever it is, right, that you value as a family. And this is something that you either intentionally ingrain or unintentionally ingrain into your kids when you're raising them. So utilizing these core values and having your team teen- contribute into statements or mantras, I don't like to use the word mantra, but statements mm-hmm. that come out of values that you cherish as a family will help. I'll give you an example. So one of our co- core values is family. Um, one of the statements is Baldomero's are kind. Baldomero's mm. are each other in the family, right? Baldomero's lift each other up especially when we need, when we're down on each other, right? So these are statements that you can help your family, right? Kind of like memorize or just know, this is what we do as a team. Team Mm. claimants, this is what we do, right? And so as they add, and then when you have your team, they can contribute on these statements. So there is no need to really encourage. It's just simple reminders like, hey, this is what we do this is who we are this is ingrained internally and then it's not an external encouragement but it's more intrinsic for them so they understand that i'm not an outsider in this family i'm actually inside this family and it's natural for me to care for my younger siblings because that's just what we do
0: wow oh my gosh i love that i'm over here getting god bumps and uh it's just it's <laughs> resonating so strongly because How you described it, it really, like you said, it allows the teenager to feel more empowered, I feel. And in in an age and in a time when they feel like, I want to make so many more decisions, but they're still maybe by people externally, maybe by teachers, maybe by coaches, they're still being told so much of what you can't do. I love that in your family, you can take back that power and encourage them and say, hey, this is the power or or the opportunity that we're giving you in our family. And it's like a oneness that you're creating, which I love. Um, Jeannie, have you felt like this, you know, um, cause moms, I think, I, I think it's like, there's different words for it. I think moms want to encourage their, um, teenagers or their older children to help with the younger children. But there's also, it's like a fine line between like incentivizing, right. You know, like trying to maybe reward their older kids now do, does, the way that you do it or that you teach, does that completely eliminate that approach or would you say that there's still some rewarding that goes along with that?
1: So I come from a teaching background, so I I've taught primary kids and mm. we have incentives and rewards within our discipline system, you know, in the classroom, but it's so different in the family. It, it there's that fine line of incentivizing things and, and, promoting and, and doing things just because, you know what I mean? Mm, mm-hmm, and so mm-hmm. I'm a firm believer as, as I homeschooled that, yeah, there were times to reward, but not for specific things that mattered the most. Right. Mm. So responsibility and care for others, that is a characteristic that I want to shape within my kids. Okay. And it shouldn't have any external influences besides the fact that you re you reap the rewards of relationship, you reap the rewards of being a kind person. Right. Mm. And so there's that fine line of what do you reward and what do you not reward? What is more concrete and tangible for us to say, Hey, you did this. So you get this. This is one of the topics I should say of being responsible and caring for your siblings where we just simply don't reward, you know, directly. Right. Yeah. The reward comes over time But how do we see that our that our teens are getting this type of internal intrinsic reward? It's just simply because that they're contributing. They're contributing. That they matter. They're valued because you have this relationship with your sibling. You do this because you matter. You do this because you have value to contribute within the family. And that um, having this great relationship with your sibling is not about whether or not you get more time on video games because you took care of your siblings, you know? So that is one thing I wouldn't, I would, would not reward.
0: (laughs) No, I love that. It makes it less like transactional. I think of how transactional our world has become, like, especially within relationships. And I think, you know, just as you were talking to me, I felt like that, uh, whether I call it conviction or just like, Ooh, resignation in my soul, like that is a great way that you can raise your children if you see these relationships around you externally especially with adults and and whether it's in person or on social media you see people only doing something if you do something for me what a great way that you can raise your children to be different and you can uphold different values in your home by making it be i love how you said emphasizing truly what is a reward that maybe we as adults can see a little bit more clear than our teens is the the reward of connection, compassion, responsibility, all these, you know, life skills that they are going to need um, yes. in the future. You know, yes. one thing I've had several moms ask me specifically, you know, they say and they say that, you know, I really love this relationship that is growing between my older kids and my younger kids. And I and I understand the value and I understand the the perks, I guess, um, of having my older children help my younger children, but where, how do I make sure that I'm not overburdening them? You know, like, and, and I'm just curious if you have any insight as far as that goes, like how might a parent know, like whether they're overburdening or maybe putting too much responsibility on their older kids when it comes to caregiving of their younger siblings?
1: Sunny, you asked because I actually had just did a mentor call with a mom who has multiple children with, you know, different age levels within him. And and that was one of the questions was, I think I gave her too much responsibility because this is (laughs) happening now, you know, that she's having struggles, power struggles because of this. And we know in the Bible, it says, do not exasperate your children, right? Do -hmm. not exasperate your children. And how do we know as moms, are we overstepping our boundaries of, the capacity of our teen and their role as a sibling how am i giving them how do i know if i'm giving them too much responsibility right and yeah. it really depends on each person individually I, right some, yeah some are mature enough to handle more and and some are not and that is okay we all have different personalities i have just within my own family my my daughter is a little bit more motherly and she happens to be youngest and my oldest not <laughs> you know and that is okay right so we have different expectations from each of our children because they're gifted differently right and they yeah. have different talents right and so one way to gauge is are they using their gifts at the capacity that they're blessed with right within mm. their family unit and am i crossing the boundary of okay this is too much for you because I don't see you having your own relationships with your friends. I don't see you doing things for yourself because we're mm. you taking too much time away for you to be responsible for this person. Right. And that's, mm. that's the difference is that they're not responsible for their sibling. They contribute to the care of their sibling, but they're not responsible for the care of their sibling because that's mom and dad's job. Yes. Right? And so yes. if we can, Release them and give them that permission because sometimes even kids, especially and being me being the oldest sibling, can <laughs> overstep and start to act like mom or dad. And so we as moms and dads need to be able to discern by watching and 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 um maybe setting some expectations about what you're responsible for and what she's responsible for, right? Right. I usually say. You know, this is what I advise moms. You can give your your uh, daughter permission to say you. It's okay. You are not mom. I'm mom. Let me be mom and you be big sister. And this is wow. what it looked like, right? Wow. Right. And and also allowing the teenagers to have those open conversations of, I'm really tired. I've done this, 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 and this. I need some time by myself. And moms be okay with that.
0: Mm.
1: Yeah, that's just powerful. It's like it's continuing like you,
0: you know, I even read in your very open statement of what you do is like you encourage teens and their parents to, especially moms to confidently have a relationship without risking their relationship. And I think that openness there and giving them permission. I love that word you used, like giving them permission to just be real and raw and authentic and not to feel that burden of feeling responsible, but feeling like they get to participate. They get to be a part of this, you know, something, something else. Um, I just want to share with mamas as we, as we bring this episode to a close already, it's been so good. <laughs> um, it's, so So good and so full of juicy, juicy nuggets. But um, something that I find in my own household that has worked really well that you touched on Jeannie is really getting to know your kids and looking at how God has blessed them, right? What are their specific uniques and talents? And then like zone in on that and allow that to be in a way that they can help with their siblings, you know, because I think it really, like you said, kids, especially teens want to feel like they belong, but they also want to feel like they matter. And what a great opportunity to emphasize the ways that they are naturally gifted and have that translate into helping their younger siblings and what this looks like in my household. So there's one thing that my bonus daughter has absolutely refused to do she still is refusing to want to do it uh, when this new baby comes, but she just could literally puke at the thought of changing a dirty diaper. (laughs) (laughs) And she is just, she's not that kind of caregiver in that respect. Right. And I was like, wow, that is sometimes exactly what I need help with. But if I force her to do this, it is going to become a burden and who knows what kind of relationship it could Um, contribute to her brothers, right? Or that feeling of resentment towards her brothers. So what we did notice though, is since she was a little girl and now she's 14, she's always loved to bake, used to only focus on cookies. But now at this point, she's become quite a connoisseur um, in the kitchen and she's always you know, sending me videos on Instagram and TikTok of these um, recipes. So just recently, the past month or so, she's transitioned to being um, almost our full-time cook in the kitchen. Um, for dinner. And it's so wonderful to see because her brother, who's three now, he often eats a little differently, or he needs his food cut up smaller, right? Or he needs different combinations. And because she loves to cook, because that's the way she likes to love on our family and she likes to get creative in the kitchen, she is so more than willing to create a special plate for her brother. She even sometimes will help him, you know, feed it or talk to him about it and what the food is. And so we've learned to emphasize that. And so of focusing on the things that she would hate to do or that she would feel burdened by or bothered by, we've, again, become more observers. I think as parents, we really, um, you know, the, the key is in observing our children too and learning about them and learning from them and really emphasizing in her strengths, where can she help? And it's just been amazing to watch like her grow, watch her and his relationship grow, but also watch her grow in this like, strength of responsibility. And I feel like that's where ultimately she gets her encouragement from and empowerment from is because like you said, so well, she feels seen, she feels heard and she feels like she belongs in this family.
1: Exactly. Exactly. And that what she's doing really matters and she's taking ownership, right? Ownership to what she's good at and and sharing that. I mean, how awesome is that to It's kind of like my husband loves to cook and I don't, I my (laughs) not Uh, I do it to survive but my husband <laughs> loves the art of cooking and so when he shares something it it comes out of pure joy not out of obligation right yeah. and it builds that relationship it's a relationship connection like you were saying there was this one point you were saying about how she enjoys sharing and and talking about the food with her sibling and th- what a great way to build that relationship. And also it's, it's a great way for you to allow her to do those things that when she has the things that she doesn't want to do, because we always have those things that we don't want to do. Right. She won't mind it as much because she's had a great relationship with this person. Right. And so that's, that's really key is like, how do we, how do we First and foremost, put relationship on top over mm. the, the chore and obligation, right? Mm. So that goes the same with with siblings. How do we put relationship above, and then the the chore and obligation will happen because it's yes. it's out of relationship that we just do it. You know
0: yes uh, oh you amen know. Jeannie oh my goodness because I I instantly the moment you said that I just thought of how you know so many of my mamas listening are Christians and they want to live like Jesus and I think of how Jesus lived his life he was always about relationship yep. over chore or obligation you know yep. right and he was called out by religious leaders like you should yep. be doing this as a good Christian or a good Jewish boy and yeah um, or, yep. or I think about the infamous story of Mary and Martha and who did Jesus say was In the right, right? It was Mary sitting at the feet, just listening instead of being the Martha in the kitchen and having to do this and that. So, you know, as a final point, mamas, just remember that relationship is cultivated in those moments of. Just allowing both kids, I think, just to organically find each other and to emphasize their strengths and where they're at and tuning in and listening to them and making sure that that older child is continually seen, they're heard, they're valued, and that they feel that sense of belonging and that that belonging is in that family, in that beautiful family that God has given you and your husband to nurture and to help you flourish. So- exactly. Oh my goodness, Jeannie. I've so amen. (laughs) Hallelujah. We can do a little praise break. If you guys are uh, in a safe place to lift your hands and and jump up and down, go for it. Um, And while you're doing that, I want to just bring this to a close and say that I'm so thankful that you have given us your mama wisdom um, and you've, really walked us down this I feel actually really tactical journey I think you really emphasize how to build a strong foundation and then build upon it and so I know there may be moms though out there that are curious like okay I'm getting it I'm liking it (laughs) but I want more I want more I'm so hungry like I want more of what you've got Jeannie so if there are mamas here listening today that would love to connect with you deeper how can they do so what's the easiest way for them to do that
1: Sure. So there's a couple of ways that are pretty easy. Uh, come and join me on the podcast as come and listen on Raising Her Confidently. So you can find me there. Or you can go to linktree forward slash Jeannie Baldomero. That's L-I-N-K dot no L-I-N-K-T-R dot e forward slash Jeannie Baldomero. And there's a, a link there, an opportunity for you to come and join our mom of tween and teen girls community. So if you happen to have a mom, uh, to be a mom of a tween teen girl or soon to be tween teen girl come and join us there um we love laughing at each other <laughs> encouraging one another in there so i'm happy to invite you and and hope to see you there
0: My goodness, I'm going to get my invite in because again, I've got my bonus girl living with us full time and I need that support. I need to be laughed at. I need to be
1: laughed with.
0: (laughs) Yeah, come and join us.
1: uh, We we need some humor in there and I love your humor, Cheyenne. (laughs) Oh gosh, I'm glad there's
0: one of you out there in the world. Maybe you and my (laughs) husband. So, Um, But mamas, no worries about any of those links or the spellings as, as soon as you're done with this episode, go to the show notes and I've got them right there for you make it nice and easy. So Jeannie, thank you so much for being here. I'm just so honored and touched and honestly blessed by just your story, your vision and your passion for what God has put in your soul and what you are walking out every day as you not only raise your daughter, raise your children, but you also create this podcast of raising her confidently in this, the gift that you are to so many mamas in the world. So please keep doing your work, keep doing what you're doing. And thank you for being here today on the Energized
1: Mama podcast. Oh, you're so welcome. Thank you for having me. I am so honored to be on a podcast of moms in the trenches doing it all. And and what a blessing it is to have, have kids as a gift, right? Uh, sometimes, some days it doesn't feel like it's a blessing, but it truly is. And mamas, I am going to be praying for you in this season that you are not alone, that you uh, are encouraged by the podcast that you listen to and know that This is a season and you will get through it and thank you so much
0: amen amen hallelujah mama's listening thank you so much for listening to this episode of the energized mama podcast it's just always such an honor to have your ears and your heart with us today have a beautiful day and i look forward to connecting with you on a future episode right here at the energized mama podcast god bless hey mama can you believe it's almost the end of summer already where did the time go i have a question for you. Do you wish that there was a time and a way to stop feeling emotionally drained by your life as a mom of littles? You're not alone. Do you wish that you could have more energy for your husband without constantly feeling physically exhausted? Double checks there? Well, I know what that feels like because I've been there too. I know what it feels like to want more from your life than just being a mom. I know what it feels like to be overwhelmed with where to begin to stop the stress in my everyday life and to have no idea what healthy habits to implement into my own home that will actually make a difference. It can feel so easy to be totally lost on how to create a realistic and sustainable plan that works for us, right? I know what it feels like to think I just can't be energetic while I parent a household full of littles that demands so much of me. At least one that doesn't rely on either coffee for energy or wine to de-stress. Well, I want you to take a pause for a moment and imagine with me. Imagine if you no longer felt completely exhausted at the end of your day. What if you had the time to go on dates with your husband? Imagine that you had the energy to give yourself a much needed me time and you had easy to implement systems and strategies that would allow you to be that energetic and vibrant mama you want to be. All of this while still raising your kids the way you want. That's exactly why I created the More Energy Method, a customized blueprint to clear your chaos and bring back more energy into your everyday life. It's where I teach you to decrease stress while increasing your energy. You'll be able to stick with this super simple plan because it's tailor-made for you and it will establish new healthy habits that will unlock energy without taking away focus from your kids or require huge commitments of time. I promise you will walk away with crystal clear clarity of exactly where to focus and what to focus on with a plan that'll help you know exactly how to do it and the confidence as a woman, wife, and mother to make the changes you need to and to keep them for good. So girlfriend, if you're ready to stop feeling overwhelmed and exhausted the moment you wake up and instead change that all and feel rejuvenated throughout the day and go to bed satisfied, even as a busy mom of littles, then I promise there's no time like right now to step up and grab my end of the summer special where I release three exclusive bonus trainings that you won't find anywhere else from experts on topics such as time management systems for work from home moms, sleep training for babies and toddlers, and how to heal your gut and digestive health issues all when put into practice are major energy savers for any mama. So head right now to energyformoms.com. And I have the link below in the show notes. It's time to lose the stress while gaining yourself back and have endless amounts of energy for yourself, your husband and a life beyond just your littles. Let's do this mama.